Hey, welcome to Late Night with Larry. We are live in the Hamas Mountains. Vince, give him a shout out. Hey, welcome to the middle of the wilderness. And uh, I was just going to ask you, we're not in the normal Larry D studios. Why don't you tell everyone where we're at? Tonight, well, it's actually the sun's still a little bit up, but tonight we are in the Hamas Mountains. Now, we took a road trip up here because it's about that time for us to go squatching. And we're looking for tracks. And we took a road trip up here, and we we saw a few tracks. Vince, what did you see? Yeah, we, we did. We saw a lot of wildlife and some bigger tracks. We didn't get time to stop and investigate. But uh, let, let's back up a minute, and uh, we'll give a shout-out, because we usually, uh, you pop your wine, your big zipper, I'll pop my Coors Light. And uh, where did we stop at today? We stopped in, it's a brewery in the Hamish Springs Mountains. And uh, we had a couple beers, and then we said we're going to come up here. And currently... Shout out to the brewery. Yes, they, they are Second Alarm Brew House. What it is is some uh, retired firefighters from Rio Rancho. They do a really good job, a really nice place. Uh, Monica's Fire Grill. She had a food truck. She took over the kitchen. It's a pretty cool little place. I come here a lot. That was your first time. What do you think? I, it was cool. It's a cool place to visit, and I will definitely be back. I think when we come up squatching, we should always stop, have a couple beers. Yep. And then, so it's a shout out to them. But currently, we are here. We are by Fenton Lake. And oh. the lake is frozen. Yes, it's frozen. And uh, if, if uh, you follow us on YouTube, we, we have different platforms we're on. I, I've been snapping some photos. We'll try to upload those, and you'll see uh, the conditions out here. But th there's a significance why we come to this area by Fenton. That's right. Um, one, this is the biggest watering hole that any animal could get water from so we thought we'd come by and see if we see any prints any signs of life and uh here we are and we've definitely seen them along the way like i said uh it, it's snowy and uh we didn't really pull over and investigate but we saw a lot of uh there definitely is a lot of wildlife now we saw some bigger tracks that possibly could be squatch i've seen them before but we didn't stop and investigate. Now we're we're gonna stop in on the way back. Yeah, on the way back we'll stop and investigate. And what's gonna make us stop is these tracks. They were headed into the woods. They came off the road and went into the woods. And what human is gonna do that? Right. In the snowy conditions. And, and, and just to give you a paint you a little picture in your mind, we're heading down a road it's pretty clear but you could see how the plows cleared it there's a lot of snow on every side on our right side we got some big mountains some big cliffs and those tracks come down they cross the road and they go down into like a gorge they do and we were thinking well what human would come off the cliff and go into a gorge especially in this snowy conditions yeah i'm not gonna lie today's a warmer day but it's still chilly it is we're out here with jackets uh when we left uh our homes we didn't need a jacket but we're up here in the mountains and it is cold you yep. feel the chill but we we got a lot of diehards out here on the lake ice fishing that's right we got some ice fishers out here and definitely uh wildlife cannot drink from this pond well, well it, there's water around it that's melted, so they, they possibly can. Right, because you, you see the little puddles along the edge. Yes, and, and I, I guarantee they're going to make their way here. Anyway, we are up here because it's about time that they open the roads that they close for us, and it's time to go squatching. 
It's that time. Right. Now, we tried to get back to our original area. Usually, it's 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 locked off uh, further back into the wilderness. We we go off a forest road back to where nobody's there but us. And now, this time we went, and they had a lock right on the road. And I'm guessing because some idiots, we saw small tracks. It looks like car tire tracks probably went in there and got stuck. And I'm going to say it, that's correct because it's a new chain, a new lock, and... We just decided that there were some idiots that did it. What's that? No, it's the fishers. Oh, okay. But yeah, we're up here and we are in the wilderness. And yeah, there's a few people out on the lake, but definitely there's wildlife out here. And uh, we wouldn't want to get caught here at night because even though the lake's frozen, I know those big cats come down here to drink and possibly the Sasquatches. Yes. And we, we, uh, we camp a few miles up the road from this lake. And uh, they definitely, all our experiences, they've passed by us. And I think this is where they're heading. Definitely. I think so as well. And uh, I wish you could see it. Uh, like I said, Vince took some pictures and we're going to try and make a slideshow to go with the voiceover on this. And uh, you'll see where we come up. And you may be impressed because we are up in the wilderness. Yes. And uh, hopefully we'll, uh, now that we're on YouTube, we could transition to some video and stuff. So you if we have if we find we have found evidence in the past we still have some uh, audio recordings that now we could upload so you could listen and you could judge for yourself what do you think absolutely and, and now we'll have some video to throw in there because we have found tracks in the past but we've never had anywhere to share them that's right and the sounds that we have recorded you could decide for yourself what it is you be the judge but we are up here and it is cold as shit. Yep. And it's it's the sun's going down and it's getting colder by the second. Now when we're down at the brew house, you come through the pueblo, it's beautiful, not a sign of uh, not a trace of snow anywhere. No, it's still but warm. You could see once we get past, it's called Soda Dam. That's right. And we're talking about Soda Dam, and it just seems to be fucking raging all year round. That's right. And we don't understand. I, I told my brother, I said, no matter what, the, the, the waterfall in Soda Dam, I said, any time of the year you come up here, there's water flowing. So that makes us think, and well, makes us know that there's plenty of water game so squatches they they wouldn't have to travel they wouldn't have to do the gaming trails right it's all right here they wouldn't have to migrate like the theory is they migrate to follow the the, the game the game but i i'm i'm pretty certain a lot of the game here stays put just because all the resources are here it, it is i and i agree there's water there's food the, this place is perfect habitation place Yes. Now, not to get off track, but I, I want to tell a little story. Uh, my best friend, uh, we'll, we'll just call him Tom. He, him and his family always rent cabins in, uh, in Arizona. I'm not sure. The, it, it's south of Flagstaff, somewhere around there. It's still wooded area. But uh, I, I, I've been trying to get him to come on for quite some time. But he's a uh, he's a busy man. Him and his wife, they own uh, their own business, and they're uh, they're doing their thing. They're doing great. But uh, he shared his story with me, so I want to share it with you. Now, you could, you know, th think maybe I'm reading too much into it, or you could draw your own conclusion. But they, they rent a cabin every summer 
it's uh i don't even know the lake in arizona i i need to get more specifics but they go out there the whole family they meet up in the cabin and they're out there for about a week it's it's pretty secluded it's right on the lake but uh one night him and his brother they're out night fishing so everyone's back in the cabin the i i would say the lake's maybe a quarter half a mile from his description they walk down to the lake him and his brother sitting there, you know, just chatting. The the sun starts setting. They're out there maybe catfishing, I think they were saying. But uh, one night, they started hearing tree knocks. Now, it, it kind of... Him and his brother are like me and my brother. This subject intrigues them. But they've never really, you know, had a, a sighting or anything. So when they heard it, they were kind of... It threw them back for a second. They had to think about it and talk. And uh, once it happened again, it, they kind of instantly in their picture, in their mind, they pictured it was Sasquatch because you know they, they've they've heard other people's stories and and what else in the in the forest in the middle of nowhere will knock on a tree with a a, a log or a, a tree limb? That's right. I mean, we've heard it ourselves. Right. So. That that was the last time they went there. They haven't been back since just because, like I said, my friend, they, him and his wife, they bought their own business, so they've been really busy. And uh, to extend on the story, his brother lives in Phoenix. He's a doctor. He has a, a friend that has property on the Navajo Nation. And uh, he, he claims one time he was back on his property. He has a house and stuff and he ran into a Sasquatch. Now, it, it startled him enough where he hasn't been back. Now, he offered uh, my friend's brother, you know, if you want to go camp or whatever, you, you have free access to my land. But the stipulation is, I will not go with you. Wow, that's that's interesting. But I'll go with them. Yes, yes, and and we we got to do more background on this. Like like I said, I tried to get my friend to come, but he's a busy man. He's a busy man, and I understand that. You know, he's him and his wife. They got a new business. They're trying to get it going, and they're doing they're doing great. They're great people. But I told him, you know, thirty minutes. Come and talk to us. Tell your story. He he could get more in depth. I'm just giving you the the gist of it. Well, we're, we're just going to tell you as our audience that we will get him on this show, and he will tell you the story. It, it may take a little while, but we're going to get him on. Even if he's kicking and screaming, we'll get his ass That's on right. here. That's right. We're going to drag his ass. Yeah, and actually, he's he's a good friend of mine, my best friend. We've been friends for, fuck, oh, oops, sorry, there's that word, over 30 years. But, uh, yeah, eventually we will get him on, and hopefully we'll get his brother, because his brother has some paranormal stories also, uh, UFO. Oh, definitely. So I guess I'm going to have to get the call in going rather quickly so that we could just call him. He does, He won't have to travel. We'll just have him call in and tell us his story. But we are out here in the Hamas Mountains, and I am telling you people, this is great habitat for Squatch. And like we said, when we come, as soon as they open it up to the public, which I wish it would be year-round, we always have an experience out here. Always, always, always. Yes, okay, a couple years ago, I came just on a ride, me and my kids, because uh, it's it's beautiful, it's beautiful just to ride a day trip. And uh, we actually, there's a Y where we turn to 
Fen Lake up here where we usually camp. So we took the right and you go past all the campsites. There's a hiking trail that takes you to the waterfalls. It'll eventually lead you to Los Alamos. Right. But we went that way with my with my kids and just I don't know how I spotted it, but same thing like today. Uh tracks big tracks and uh the way they're walking it, it's nothing on for it's two feet and uh, we spotted them we stopped we never got off the pickup because it was you know the snow was uh, knee deep at least and but the, these tracks the stride was like like nothing like walking on flat ground and it came down from the mountain it crossed the highway and a lot of these places well you, you've seen there's a fence at, at the edge of the highway it just stepped over it like nothing well the stride that's what i saw right. and uh it was just crazy my kids were like how did you see that but see when i'm out here that's what i look for i'm sure you look for that what we're looking for Th that's why we, we take it slow we look around for I mean, it's it's kind of you could say it's an obsession with us. It is, and and believe it or not, we knew there was a little bit of snow up here, and this is the perfect time to come because we know we'll see tracks. Yes. And when we come during the summer months, it's there's no snow and it's warm and it's a lot of green grass. Green grass, so it's harder to find the tracks. But now that there's snow. You see every track from every animal that's moving. You you see everything from a squirrel to a rabbit to a deer to cows to mountain lions, mountain lions and, and stuff. Well, we've seen paws, right? Paw that's prints. Right. Yeah, where well, we just pulled over, we saw I saw some paw prints, and uh, I said, well, those are paws, and we know what those are. Anyway, so now that we're up here, we're ready for this season squatching to start for us which will now that i have the zoom we're going to be doing some uh recording up here while we're squatching we're going to do some mobile podcasts that's right, right? and uh a lot of it will be, we're, we're going to try to do it at night and uh hopefully we can share some of the sounds that we hear with you guys and you could you could judge for yourself and like i said now that we're on youtube we could upload audio files video and, files yeah like uh, like last year, our squatching season was off the hook with everything we heard, right? It, it was, and I wish you could have joined us. But that's why we invested in some of this equipment. We want you to follow us, and we want your opinions, your ideas, and your stories. But let me take it now to a different realm. I was telling my brother, yes, we see these prints in the snow, but I've been studying the Nephilim. And... Uh, there's a tie-in between the Nephilim and Sasquatch because uh, I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Nephilim. They are the fallen angels that bred with the daughters of men if you are a Christian and you read your Bible. And that's in Genesis 6. And it goes deeper than that. So some people believe that these creatures are an offspring of those hybrid activities. Right. And that's why they're interdimensional. And that's why we could follow the tracks in the snow for, let's say, a quarter mile. And you're like, we're on them. And they disappear because they're interdimensional. They disappear. Right. Now, that's a great theory. And I'm getting my brother involved more into what the Nephilim are about yes what they consist of and how they got here and how it pertains to 
the squatch. And, and, and it's very interesting. And like you said, I, I still need to study up, do my research, but we're definitely going to touch on the subject in the future. But there, there is a, if you're a YouTuber, there was a channel called Sasquatch Ont- Ontario, Ontario, where he had a lot of, um, I didn't, you know, it's up to you whether you believe it or not. He had a lot of good audio. Right. Now, uh, he also believed in that theory about the Nephilim. Now, he, he would even communicate with them, and uh, they even had names, right? Oh, is this is Nefertiti? Nefertiti. Yes, this this particular uh, Sasquatch that communicated him was Nefertiti, and it it would speak the English language to him. It would it would mimic certain words. In certain words, like he, I I remember the one where he said. Mike, yes, and you hear in a deep voice, and, and Mike, and he would. Uh, they had a gifting tree, and they would go camp. But this uh, particular Sasquatch would leave them gifts on their cars and handprints. Right. Now they they uploaded handprints and footprints, but for some reason that whole site got pulled. I I don't I don't know why. You know, and I'm sure he got ridiculed, he got bullied. But here's to people that don't follow this subject. You know, I'm going to say maybe 15 years ago in my life, it wasn't part of my life and it didn't obsess me like it does today. But from my personal experiences, it obsesses me today because I'm convinced something's out there and we don't know what it is. Right. No, we're, we're, we're both convinced. Like I said, I'm not a believer. I'm a knower just because of the experiences I've had. And you, you haven't had like the eye shine and stuff I, that I have. I haven't. But you've had, I've had everything the, else. I've had the vocals. And let's take it back to our, one of our recent podcasts. We were up here alone and I had the bottle. That bottle thrown convinced me that we're up here alone. Who did that? So... But here's what really convinced me. When my brother had his experience, I said, okay, I've always been a fan of the Sasquatch, the Bigfoot, the documentaries, the TV shows. It intrigued me. But until I came up here and had my own experiences saying, I'm convinced this creature's real. I'm convinced there's some intelligence behind yes. it. Yes. And I'm convinced one day I will see it. Now, uh, if you tie it back into the, the fallen angels and uh, the Nephilim, now, was my first experience, was it just dumb luck or was it meant to be? You know, some people say it, it it's dumb luck. Some people say it's meant to be, but... I, I can't answer that question because right. you were at the right place at the right time. And I had like, I wouldn't call it a class A, but it was pretty damn close. Well, you know, and there's thousands of people in this country that have the same experience. Now, is it dumb luck or is it what attracts a Sasquatch to a person? Right. Now, I believe that what really helped me that first time is I had two young girls. I'm, I'm going to say that was the gift that they thought you were leaving yeah. for. Now, my daughter, she's a little older, but she's a trooper. She's game to come with us. Yeah, and she is. She's come with us before. Her and her friends are troopers. 
But I am going to say we are going to continue to do this until we could get some good, solidified evidence for you. Right. And we, we have our audio now. We have our, our cameras. I, I, I got like a GoPro now. I, uh, I, I carry it with me. I'm going to put it on my bike when I drive up here. We come up here on the bikes all the time and we, we see a lot of stuff. But now we have the means to capture it. That's right. And, and now this podcast is just kicking off our squatch season that's right this is the one that kicks it off so follow us stay with us subscribe yes and but, and if this season is anything like last season you guys are going to love it because like i said now we have the means to capture right. what we hear and see and we're going to share it with you that's the whole reason we started this podcast and bought the equipment we did yes and and not only the sasquatch the paranormal right. and uh one day maybe we could go do a podcast in my old house and uh it's almost a guarantee we're going to catch something there. You'll definitely hear some ghosts there. But back to the Sasquatch subject and the Nephilim. So if you're familiar with the story, you know that the angels, the fallen angels that were cast out of heaven, that they saw that the daughters of men were fair and they, they wanted to have them. These angels were filled with lust. So these creatures could possibly be hybrids right offspring because if if you truly follow the nephilim and what was happening with these fallen angels they were manipulating the dna of everything and in the christian bible that's why the flood had to happen they were making hybrids of animals humans and animals animals they were just manipulating the dna and these were basically satan's angels and they did manipulate. Now, I don't know how they had sex with the daughters of men, but they did. Now, that also opens a, another uh, a can of worms, which is, uh, it's all related. And it brings up the giants. The giants, which, yes, the giants, well, the giants are the Nephilim. So let's take this back. Uh, and here's why I say that Sasquatch could be a part of because some of the people say Sasquatches are 7, 8, 9, 10. I've even heard of reports of them being 12 feet tall. That's, yes. that's a big animal. Now, now we have the reports of, uh, and we've seen videos of supposedly these giants in stasis. Now, they, they look more human. They're, they're giant, whereas the Sasquatch are more hairy. Right, but who's to say that's not a, an ape-human hybrid? Right. But And, and if it's... A, if they have the DNA of the giants who are in Genesis 6, right. they're going to be tall. They're going to right. be... Right. Now, another theory could be that uh, these ones that are in stasis that look more like human, they, they may have started because, like you said, these angels bred with the, the daughters of man. Whereas the, the Sasquatch, they're, they're not in that stasis. They've been living side by side with us all along, That's and right. they've evolved. That's right. And now I want you people to think, if you think we're crazy, now I want you to go back to Genesis and I want you to read when Moses was bringing the people into the promised land and he sent his two spies in there. And if you read your Bible, you know what two spies I'm talking about. And what did they come back and say? We can't enter that land. We are like grasshoppers to these people. Think about that phrase. Yes. Grasshoppers to these people. And uh, if if you need more convincing, in modern times, look, uh, when we went into Iraq, look up the Kandahar Giant. Kandahar Giant, yes. And that's, that's a true story coming from our troops. And not, not only that, 
the Smithsonian has recently admitted that they went in and they taken bones of the giants that were in the Grand Canyon and they admitted that Lock they Love Cave. Them. Lock Love Cave. They admitted that yes, we did have them yes. and we destroyed all the skeletal remains. Mm. Now why are they afraid to let the people know that these giants existed? Right. If we go to archaeological facts, it's a fact that in Iraq they've excavated axes that are 15 feet tall and weigh a thousand pounds what kind of person's going to swing an axe like that right you've heard of the story of david goliath where do you think that that yes. giant came from anytime you read your bible and you hear a, a steen in it philistine that those are offspring from the nephilim just remember all these stories you hear some of them you got to take with a grain of salt yes but a lot of them there's truth to it that's how it got started but like what we do is we try to take everything with an open mind and we try to gather all the information we can before we come to our own conclusion that's right and um, we're not going to try and shoot you guys a bunch of fluff we want no. you guys to follow us and say these yes. guys are true yes. researchers now we're just passing on what we found what we believe uh you know, some of the stuff we can't prove definitely, but there's, uh, you know, things that make you think. That's right. Or what does that, that song say, things that make you go, hmm? That's right. That's <laughs> right. And th some things will make you go, hmm. Yeah. But I want you to think about that. So if these angels did, and I invite you all to read the book of Enoch, it will give you the name of each angel that was in charge of a group of angels that had fallen and what those angels taught and how they manipulated dna with plants now with animals with humans yes now weren't those angels the ones responsible for teaching man warfare, warfare. and basically corrupting us yes one taught warfare one taught meteorology one taught uh the use of makeup to women and i invite you to read it and if you don't believe it then why did Jesus himself referenced the book of Enoch. It's referenced so many times. Right. In the Bible, the book of Enoch. Now, you've told me this before. Now I want you to rephrase it about giants in the time of Noah. So it goes back to Genesis 6. Genesis 6 basically says in in the time of Noah, so Noah built the flood and No, he built the ark for the, the flood. The, yeah, he built I'm sorry. He built the ark for the flood, but if you read just Genesis 6, it says, as in the days of Noah and after. Now, there's the phrase that trips up a lot of Christians, after, right? Because supposedly the flood killed everything, but there's that after. Something had to survive for that to be the after, and that's where we get with these giants and the Nephilim, and, and there's going to be days where possibly before the end comes we're going to see more and more of this so that phrase right there i want you to pay attention what it says as in the days of noah and after there were giants in the earth now that's something to ponder that is now leaving it there i'm gonna uh, tell you guys just in the last 30 minutes it is freaking freezing yes the sun's dropping and the temperature is dropped we're out here the reds the sky's a little red because of the clouds uh the ice fishers are packing it up and it's getting cold 
But what we're going to do for you, we're going to stick around. We're going to investigate the tracks we saw on the way up. And maybe on the next podcast or the one after, we're going to tell you what we found. We definitely will. So we're just going to maybe end it here because it's getting cold. And uh, we thank you for listening. And like I say, if you have a story, you want to tell us your story, we want to hear it. We want to talk about it. Yes. You want to call in? Call in. Here's how you get in touch with us. Late night with Larry55 at gmail.com. Now, we need people to come forth and talk to us. We want to hear your stories. Don't be shy. Yes, yes. And uh, we won't use your name. If you, Whatever you want, we'll, we'll give you a nickname or whatever. Uh, you, your identity will be safe. You don't have to worry about ridicule. No. We'll take all the ridicule. That's right. If you just want us to read your story, we'll just read your story. We don't got to tell your name. People don't need to know who you are, but I want to know your story. Yes, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to share it. That's right. And we thank you for joining us, joining us out here in the Hamas Mountains, where now it is cold as shit. Yes, but this is the, the first of many podcasts that you're going to get from out here, because this is where we love to be. This is where we do our research, and this is where we have some crazy things happen. That's right, and this is, this is where it calls to us. So you could expect more from us now that I've introduced my brother to the Nephilim. And I want him to dig deeper into it, and I want his thoughts on it. Yes. Because it is intriguing to me. I, I, I've, I've, I've had little, little, little bits of it before, but now I'm gonna dig in more, and it'll definitely be some interesting conversation. And it's intriguing because not only has it been told to me through history, it's in your Bible, people. Yes. So think about that. Anyway, thanks for joining us, and. Hit the subscribe button, and we'll try to deliver more great content to you. And we appreciate you listening. Hey, thank you, and stay squatchy. That's right. Peace out.